0: Welcome back. This is a soft count. So Deshaun Watson finally got his final verdict. He's going to get 11 games with a $5 million fine. So the Browns, and they said that the Browns are not interested in Jimmy Garoppolo, which means they're just kind of punting the season. Jacoby Reset's not going to lead him to anything, and they're probably going to be really bad. They're going to have a high draft pick, and then they'll have Deshaun Watson starting next year with – you know, whatever wide out they feel like drafting, because that's probably what they're going to need. They're really thin at wide receiver. Amari Cooper's their only guy. Everybody else is bad. They were able to keep David Njoku, whatever. They're, I have I listen to a lot of different people on television all the time. I listen to sports podcasts. Everybody's got a different take on Deshaun Watson. I, I, gener- I literally don't care anymore. <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck. Nobody else cares. Nobody cares. He, he didn't get convicted of anything. And so at this point, the only thing that he's being punished for is that like, peop, rich people in the NFL are pissed that this story came out. But honestly, as time's gone on and I've looked at the story and he's never been convicted, I just don't fucking know and I don't care. I don't know. 11 games for somebody that's never been convicted of a crime seems like a lot. $5 million seems like a lot to me now. Initially, I thought he's never going to play again, ever. If any of this shit is true, he'll never play again. And none of it's been proven. And so now I'm just like, I, I don't fucking care. You guys have your own rules. You decide who's good and who's bad. The NFL does. They decided Josh Gordon was a fucking terrorist years ago. The dude just smoked weed. Now everybody can smoke weed, and his career was ruined. Now, Deshaun Watson... Did something allegedly way worse and he's going to get 11 games. I just don't understand any of it anymore. And maybe it's like, they're, well, we're trying to reset what the standard is. And it's like, fine. That's fine. But it's not tied to anything with real law. And so it's all just hearsay and you guys are punishing him for like people just saying shit. So you're telling me I could get like a handful of women that have slept with any football player and just convince them to do something? I mean, I don't know. I I, I generally don't know anymore. I don't care. Chicago Bears and Seahawks are a preseason game tonight. These are probably two of the worst teams in the NFL playing on Thursday night preseason. It's going to be terrible football. That being said, I do have something that we call a best bet. Best bets. the best bet tonight is taking the under 39 and a half points the under is minus 110 that's my best bet tonight i'm taking the under for both for the whole game you know fuck it i i I generally think that uh the seahawks will win but they're minus 183 the under is only minus 110 at 39 and a half points i think that's likely both of these teams have terrible offenses terrible and their defenses are average but I think that's my only. I think that's my only preseason bet tonight. I think that's where I'm going to put my money at under, thirty nine and a half points. Where it is Baker Mayfield is going to be the starting quarterback uh, for the Panthers, which I think is probably. I mean, to, was to be expected. I thought that they'd try to not let him. I thought they might try to name him the starting quarterback after Week One, before the Browns game, or after the Browns game. And most of that is just because of all the emotion that's going to be involved. But what I would caution like uh, everyone at is that Baker plays best when he's emotional. When, it, when the stakes are high and he's all fired up. So, I mean, if you want to get a week one win, play him. He's going to go in there and beat the shit out of the Browns week one. That's where my money will be. Baker beating the Browns week one. Why? Because the Browns are fucking in trouble. And Baker Mayfield's a pretty good quarterback. He's good. I don't... I heard a report from the Giants camp that Tyrod Taylor is going to start taking first-team snaps. Everybody's trying to make this a big deal. I mean, listen, neither of these guys are it. They just need to make sure they can both play so that when Daniel Jones is having a really bad game, they can put Tyrod Taylor in, and he knows what to do. The reality is, is neither of those guys are the future. The the Giants' ownership and everybody wants Daniel Jones to be Josh Allen, and so they hire Dable to come over and be like, yo, teach this guy to be Josh Allen. And in some ways, when you look at Daniel Jones, it's like, man, he, he's pretty fast. He's an athletic guy, but he's not very big. I mean, he's tall, but he's skinny. He doesn't have a killer instinct. His, his throwing motion is fine, but his his ball is just not that impressive. And he played at what, like fucking Duke or something? He's just not it. Tyrod Taylor, his window is closed. The Giants are going to struggle. had a buddy uh, message me the other day who are my dark horses. One of the questions for a pod recently. What are my dark horses for the for the season? Where would I put my money? I don't typically do a lot of bets that are like season long bets. That's not my game. I'm more of a week to week kind of guy. I get different I get different vibe and too many injuries happen. There is a lot of money to be made. If you're a big better and you want to bet on a Super Bowl champion, like or at least somebody to go to the Super Bowl, There's money to be made, but it's just such a long investment, and your money's tied up for so long that I don't like those bets. But for those of you out there that are interested in them, I like the Raiders to go to the Super Bowl this year, and the odds are crazy. The team with the best odds is the Rams, and I would argue that they have probably the worst odds because they just won the Super Bowl, and very rarely do teams repeat. A lot of people think the Chargers, but their coach is going to hold them back. They're not going to the Super Bowl with that coach. They, they need a new coach, somebody smarter. Then and, um, and so, yeah, and I also – my super, super dark horse is going to be the Dolphins. They have weapons everywhere. And I know a lot of people shit on Tua Tungavailo, A lot of people hate him. It was only a couple years ago when everybody was tanking to get him. They thought he was going to be the future of the NFL. I will say this about him, though. His completion percentage was eighty eight or 68% last year. That's high. Really high. In fact, I think it led the NFL. He's accurate. He's more like Drew Brees than people want to give him credit for. So if he can come in and, and be accurate, and this new coach is a genius like everybody seems to think he is, they're going to be hard to beat. Tyree Kill's a superstar. Jalen is a superstar. These guys are star stars. They don't have a great running game, but, you know, their defense is great. It'll be interesting. I do like the Dolphins. That's one of my uh, – really dark dark horses. I like the Raiders and Dolphins, outside of your major teams like the Chiefs and the Bills and the Rams. I mean, everybody knows that those teams have a chance of going to the Super Bowl. I think the Bengals have almost no chance of going to the Super Bowl. It was last year and they they failed. And even more common than a team repeating is a uh, or even less common than a team repeating is the fact that uh, the team that loses the Super Bowl statistically usually has a big fall off. So I just don't see them getting it done, especially with uh, Joe Burrow is going to come into the season underweight because of that uh, appendicitis. So he's going to be a little bit lighter. I don't know if he's going to make it through the season. I actually tend to think he won't physically. I don't like to bet on those things. I just I'm not sure. He seems it seems like it's always a lucky situation that he makes it to the end of the season. Aaron Rodgers is talking shit about all of his wideouts lately. He's not talking shit. He's just like, oh, if you can't catch the ball, you're not gonna. I'm not gonna throw it to you. I've heard different responses on that, like, oh, what do you think about him criticizing people? It's like, well, for a long time, you guys were mad that he seemed aloof and didn't give a shit, and now he cares. And they're like, well, it should be done in private. And it's like, well, maybe it was always done in private, and you guys bitched that he didn't seem to care, and now he's doing it publicly, and everyone's like, what an ass. It's like, no, his whiteouts are trash, and he's letting them know you got to get it going, or we're not going anywhere just want to talk about the NFL just a little bit. Those are my takes so far. I'll, I'll check back in on the NFL game tomorrow. Uh, we got a bunch of games going on. Tomorrow I'll, I'll talk about our fight night pickems. I'll also do some pickems for the for the games. We'll do like a parlay pickem. But my best bet of the night I already gave you. I think that's going to be I think that's the ticket. -110. So the big fight this weekend for me is going to be the Paulo Costa Luke Rockhold fight. I hope Luke Rockhold gets smoked. I I hate him. And Paulo is one of those really polarizing characters too. That being said, Paulo seems like a very very loving person. Like if you were to become friends with Paulo Costa, he would he would die for you. Luke Rockhold seems like the dude in high school I fucking hated and fought six times. <laughs> you know I got into a fucking dozen fights with him. I hated this guy. Now, he's obviously talented. He's been hurt a lot. He doesn't fight very much, and he still thinks he's the shit. I think he's going to go in there and get smoked by Paulo Costa. Absolutely smoked. I can't wait. <laughs> that's, that's the fight of the week for me. Obviously, the main event is Kamaru Usman and Leon Edwards. Now that I've looked at the the odds, Leon's coming in at plus 310. I think that's generous. He should probably be plus 400. After I watched his fight with Nate Diaz, I just don't see how he could possibly put up a fight against Kamaru Usman. We'll see. The thing that people forget about Kamaru in the last four fights is that he's a fantastic wrestler. I mean fantastic. One of the best. And he hasn't really been wrestling in the last few fights. He's just like, I'm going to go in there and show people I can fight, fight, You know, punch people, box, kickbox, whatever he wants to do. He's been He's been able to do whatever he wants to do. Now, Leon's a great kickboxer, so if he gets into it and he finds that he's losing in that way, he can always wrestle Leon Edwards. He can, and he, and he can win that way. And it's five rounds. I don't see a, a, a path to victory for Leon Edwards. Kamaru Usman is fantastic. And then Jose Aldo is going to be in a barn burner with Marab. Morab is minus 127. It's pretty crazy to think that Jose Aldo is not the favorite in this fight because his stand-up is so good. He's just older, and Morab is so high energy. It's hard to think that Jose is going to get out of the first round. I don't know. I'm excited. Jose is great. I haven't picked him. This is a pick fight. Jose plus 116, Morab minus 127. I don't think it's going to go the distance. This fight, I don't think the Paulo Costa fight goes the distance. I think the Usman Leon Edwards fight has a chance to go the distance. And so those three fights are my my kind of what I'm really looking at this weekend. I'm not usually every weekend there's a couple prelim fights that I am like amped on. This this weekend there isn't any really for me. There's usually a few fighters I'm always keeping an eye on. I don't see anybody that I'm. i always like I'm really into. So it'll be fun. I mean, Miranda Maverick's fighting. She's pretty good. I like watching her fight. But overall, the fight, the the prelim cards are just. You know, we might be in for an exciting fights. We might find a new fighter that we really like, which is always fun. About when you get these prelim fights, where it's like, oh, I don't really know any of these people. That's always fun because you get introduced to new fighters, and I, I do enjoy that. want to mention LeBron James's new contract. I think it's pretty interesting. He he signed a well they they call it a 2-year extension. It's really a 1-year extension with a player option. And so he's guaranteed to play another year, and everyone's like, "Good, they got him locked up for 2 years." Like, he could just not sign. He could just opt out after one more year. I think LeBron realizes they're not going to get rid of Westbrook. The, the talk of him and Bronny playing together is is heated up to the point where it's like I mean, it's, it's big news, I guess. I don't think... I'm kind of with Skip and Shannon in the court where I'm not sure Bronny is going to be able to make it in the NBA. The only way he can make it is to be a point guard and be a, a, you know... I'm not... The problem with being a point guard in the NBA right now is that everybody expects you to be John Morant, a super, ultra, hyper-athletic phenom. The days of, like... Mario Chalmers are over, you know? And, and that's somebody that, you know, LeBron played with. I just – I don't know what kind of player Bronny is. I have no idea. I know he's small, and I know that he's obviously really athletic. He can dunk, and he's only like 6'3", and he's got – I mean, he's super athletic. The younger son, Bryce or something, I don't know what his name is, he uh, he looks like Scotty Pippen already. He's like 6'8", it looks like. He's almost as tall as LeBron, and he's dunking, and he looks real smooth. That's the son that's going to be the, the NBA player. Obviously, he won't be able to play with LeBron. He's too young. But it is an interesting story that's kind of developed. I'm not actually – I really don't care if they play together. Everybody keeps bringing up the um, Ken Griffey Jr. and Sr. playing together. And, and it's like, well, this has just never been done and it needs to be done. And it's like, does it? I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. It's enough pressure for these kids to, to follow in their father's footsteps to, then to play with them. It's like, oh, my God. And Kay Griffey Jr. was more of a star than his father was. This is going to be the opposite, where you're playing with the greatest player of all time in your father. It's going to be really brutal for, for Bronny. I, I don't see any way – I don't see how he, he comes out of the other end of that as a successful NBA player as much as it's going to just be like a circus. And something fun for him and his dad to do. I just don't I don't see it in him. We'll see. I, I could be totally wrong. I have no idea. I literally haven't seen him play enough. I only see highlights where he looks fantastic. I just think he looks small and not very fast compared to other point guards in the NBA. The Kevin Durant story, I can't really put a heads or tails on anymore. You know, There was a report that came out that he said he'd rather retire. And then he posted a Twitter post that said that that's insane. You know, these are all coming from him we all know that he has burner accounts and shit like he's on the internet talking to himself while other people are watching him talk to himself that's what he's doing you guys realize that like kevin durant's got one account saying oh kevin's leaving and then he responds to his own thing that he posted like i would never leave it's like he's he's insane i love him (laughs) he's fucking loony uh but make no mistake When you see him speak and you hear him in interviews with, like, uh, there was a really good interview with David Letterman on that new show he's got where he just sits down and hangs out with people. Kevin Durant, when I see those interviews and I see what he's about, like, he is a dude I would like. He's a guy I would like. He's also somebody that does crazy shit. I know that because I do crazy shit as well. Not so much on the social media front. I just know that the kind of things I think about are insane and the things that I think people, other people are thinking about, they're not thinking about. Uh, I think you know the, the shit I believe they are is insane. Even though they're just going about their fucking day, I think they're fucking demons. You know, they're they're trying to plot against me. Everybody, everywhere I go, these people are plotting against me. I sound like a goddamn conspiracy theorist, but and and they're not. But but KD is that way too, where he's just like he just always is thinking something that's not true, but it, it's it's true to him. And so that's it makes him fucking wild, you know. He makes wild decisions, he makes decisions based on things that aren't fact. And it kind of it makes his career crazy, you know. He went from Golden State, now he's over in the Nets and he wants out of there. He wants he wants the coach fired and the GM fired or he's not going to play. Just, you know, one thing after another and it's all because he thinks things that are not really happening. So make sure you hit the like, hit the follow. I'll be checking in tomorrow for the fight night pick-ems. I'll give you guys some playoff pick as well. Might have to make a new little soundbite for that. Overall, going to be a sweet weekend. The first week of the preseason was sweet. All the players that are, you know, I, I, it actually felt like football. You know what's funny, too? The preseason, as much as everybody hates it, is still better football than, say, the USFL. It's better. And this weekend, there'll be – Players there's only two weeks of preseason, so this week is the the cut week for a lot of guys. They're trying to make a team. There's gonna be guys that are willing to die on the field this weekend. And then we got a great UFC event. It's gonna be sweet. Can't wait. Hit the like, hit the follow, leave a review. If you hate me, send me a message on Insta. It's the soft count at the soft count. I'm the only one on there. There's no blue check mark. I'm a nobody. It's just me. You can message me on there, I'll answer some questions, I'll answer the hate mail, I'll read your hate mail out loud, whatever you're digging. Make sure you uh Yeah. Send me a message. Talk to you all soon. Peace.